What's up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Thursday, October 7th, on to week five, baby, starting tonight. Of course, I'm not going to talk about the game because you're probably going to listen to this after the game, and I'm probably going to be wrong about the game. But I did want to mention a couple notes before I dive into wide receiver cornerback matchups uh, for this week. A big one actually breaking this afternoon. Calvin Ridley not traveling with the team. Of course, they are playing at the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium over there in London. Did not make the trip. Uh, This is uh, for personal matters. We don't know exactly what that means, but we do know he will not be playing Uh, this weekend. So make sure you have something in place there. Now, Russell Gage didn't travel with the team either. So they are scraping the bottom of the barrel at wide receiver. So yeah, Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson, that's about it. And you know, honestly, that Jets secondary is pretty darn good. I was going to actually tell you about that uh, before all of this. The other maybe big note for us here. Uh, at least today, uh, heading into the weekend, is Christian McCaffrey seems like he's trending towards getting back on the field. Now, we will ultimately see. I don't want to put the cart in front of the horse on that one just yet, uh, but something to note there uh, for sure if you were concerned at all about Christian McCaffrey. Uh, All right, so let's dive into it. This is going to be a quick one today, as you could probably see from the timestamp on this podcast, but uh, here are your upgrades. Of course, if you want more information on all this stuff, you can get it over at ftnfantasy.com. Use the wide receiver cornerback matchups tool and the advanced wide receiver cornerback matchups along with the advanced defense versus position DVP and the shadow index. Man, there's so much info here for you to do all of that research. But start with the upgrades. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Manny Sanders, all three of them upgrades here. Remember, I am talking to both a DFS audience and a season-long audience. Of course, you're going to start Stephon Diggs every week in season-long, but all three of them are very appealing in this matchup. I, I mean, I love Diggs. He's seen nine deep ball targets already on the season. That's second most, tied for second most in the league. He's only converted three for catches, but I'm not really worried about that part. I want the opportunities on those high-value targets. Mike Hughes, he'll see plenty of him, and uh, Mike Hughes has allowed 17 catches on 21 catchable targets this season. Uh, Three of those going for scores, by the way. Legereus Sneed in the slot for Cole Beasley. I love that matchup. He's only had tight coverage on 20% of targeted routes, so in other words, receivers are getting open against him. How about Debo Samuel, one of the the biggest breakout wide receivers so far of the season, and I do think that continues here this week, 80% catch rate on catchable targets, 17.5 yards per catch, despite only getting 7.9 yards average depth of target. In other words, he's a yak monster this year, not a huge surprise there with Debo Samuel. I really like him on the outside, especially when he's up against Marco Wilson, Marco Wilson is allowed 19 catches on 20 catchable targets. So basically everything's being caught against Marco Wilson. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, they are facing Detroit. I don't even think I really need to explain this one to you, but how about this? Bobby Price has seen 393 air yards thrown into his coverage this season at an average depth of target of 21.8. 
Now, I do think we'll see a little bit more Justin Jefferson against Bobby Price, and Jefferson does have the higher ADOT, 11.9. Adam Thielen's is 9.8, but I still like Adam Thielen. On the other side, Amani Oruwarie, allowing an 86% catch rate on catchable targets. I like Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault. DJ Chark will be out for an indefinite period of time. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see him in a Jags uniform again. Uh, so it'll be tons of Jones, tons of LaVisca. Janoris Jenkins on the outside has allowed 15 catches on 16 catchable targets. And then when you look in the slot, you got uh, Chris Jackson, who's very inexperienced against LaVisca Chenault. He's got his hands full there. Cooper Cup came back to earth last week, but the target volume was still there. And man, uh, Ugo Amadi in the slot, good luck. Opposing receivers have had at least one step of separation on 78% targeted routes against Amadi. Marquise Brown versus the Colts on Monday night. Brown has been getting open like crazy. At least a yard of separation on 89% of targeted routes. Xavier Rhodes, when he goes up against him, he's allowing 20.1 yards per catch. We know big play upside for Marquise Brown and certainly in that matchup. I like Jamar Chase against Green Bay, and I wouldn't have, but Jair Alexander looks like he's not going to play. He's dealing with a sprained AC joint. If Kevin King is in that spot, Kevin King seeing an A dot of 16.8, we know Jamar Chase gets downfield and Joe Burrow looks for him there. Hunter Renfro. Ah, you can attack the Bears out of the slot. Duke Shelley, 14 catches on 15 catchable targets. And opposing wideouts are getting a yard or, or a step that is not a yard. A step of separation on 87%. At least a step, I should say. So that means they're getting open against Duke Shelley. Jalen Waddle versus Tampa Bay. They're getting open against Ross Cockrell. He's only been in tight coverage on 15% of his targeted routes. He's not terrible, but this is a great matchup for Waddle. And then finally, Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder against Atlanta. I especially like Corey Davis. Fabian Moreau has already allowed three scores in his coverage so far this season. And man, Jamison Crowder looked pretty good last week. So both of those guys should continue to roll here in London. All right, there's your upgrades. Let's do a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll dive into the downgrades, including a couple shadow situations we need to be aware of. Ah, shadow coverage. Well, shadow coverage isn't always a bad thing, but it can be a bad thing if the corner in shadow coverage is good at what he's what he does. And I would say, okay, is JC Jackson the next Stephon Gilmore? I don't know quite yet. I mean, he is the de facto top corner though. Now, especially that Stephon Gilmore is out of the mix there for New England. And when you look at what he has done so far this season, a 62% catch rate, three picks, two PBUs, pass breakups, overall pretty solid. Brandon Cooks on the other side is the only show in town. 39 targets, 15.1 average depth of target. And he's also been good in contested situations, eight contested catches and 13 opportunities. But being the only show in town means you're going to get star treatment. He is almost certainly going to be shadowed by J.C. Jackson in this one. Uh, Terry McLaurin also likely to be shadowed. In this case, it would be Marshawn Lattimore. I know Lattimore... Last year, we were down on him, and rightfully so, but he has been good this season. So far, receivers have seen tight coverage from Lattimore on 33% of targeted routes, so he's on these guys. That's a pretty big number right there. 
Uh, and while McLaren, you know, certainly has the ability to get separation because of his speed, it is a tough matchup. And uh, I, I am going to downgrade him for DFS purposes, not for season long, obviously. Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm downgrading him for both. Uh, Bryce Callahan is pretty good, man. I know we focus on the outside corners in Denver, but he has five PBUs, pass breakups, on 12 targets. He's made a play on 42% of balls thrown into his coverage. That's insane. I mean, granted, it's a small sample with just 12 targets, but at the same time, he is really doing a nice job against opposing wideouts. Juju is still banged up, uh, really struggled last week, and Ben is banged up, so it's not a great situation. Uh, let's go to Michael Pittman uh, versus Baltimore. Another downgrade. We downgraded him last week. Downgrading again, Marlon Humphrey's doing a nice job. 52% catch rate in his coverage this season. Uh, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown, but not Chris Godwin. Why? Well, it's the outside coverage that I'm more concerned with. I do expect man coverage from Miami. I would expect Mike Evans to get Xavier Howard, Byron Jones on Antonio Brown. Howard has been excellent. Nine catches on 14 catchable targets. That's really good. Jones has been, I wouldn't call him excellent, but he's been pretty good, and especially in contested situations. He's been in 10 contested situations. Receivers have only come away with the ball five times. I know we think of those as 50-50, but uh, you know, I, I'm still content with it being 50-50 here uh, for Byron Jones. Why am I going after the slot? Because that's the best matchup. That's Justin Coleman. So if you were going to play anybody here, it would be Chris Godwin for me. All right, finally, Amari Cooper. I do expect a shadow from James Bradbury. Cooper is banged up as well. He is nursing that hamstring injury. And, you know, Bradbury's allowed a lot of catches this season, 21 of them actually. But he's keeping everything in front of him. So I'm really encouraged by that. 9.6 yards or air yards per target. Not yards per target, but air yards per target. So in other words, these are not deep ball throws, which... For DFS purposes, because obviously if you if you have Cooper and he's on the field, you play him in season long. But for DFS purposes, you're not going to take down a slate like with with Amari Cooper very like yeah, cut to Monday and you took down a slate with Amari Cooper. But it's just highly unlikely. You know, I want to play the situation, and the situation here just isn't particularly favorable uh, for Amari Cooper. So, like I said, a very quick one today. Get you in, get you out. That's what we do on this podcast. You don't want to hear me blabber on like I am right now. FTNFantasy.com. Go check that out and use the promo code RATPACK for a discount. Uh, you can also check me out on Twitter at Jeff Radcliffe and on Instagram at Jeff Radcliffe. All right, I'll catch you on the flip side tomorrow. We're going to dive deep into all the remaining games on the slate so you can set those lineups here for Week 5 Fantasy Football. All right, I'll catch you then. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out.